What's going on, everybody? This is Nick, and this is another episode of Megashine, the podcast where you get your gay and geek news from a queer perspective. And you might realize that we're missing Victor. He's off doing big boy things like big boys do. Um, but I am joined with a very special guest here. He is the co-host of the John Effect podcast. You've seen him on Twitter, y'all. Give it up for John Salvatore. Hey, what is going on? I want to thank you for having me on this show. Like, I have been a huge fan of the show, so for me to finally come on the show, I'm super geek. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, and we're so glad to have you. So tell everybody um, you. about your, your podcast. You know, what do you cover? How long have you been doing it? All the, all the nooks and crannies of it. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I've been doing the John Effect podcast. Um, next month will be the two and a half year mark. So I started doing the John Effect podcast. It's a pop culture podcast. Primarily, I'll touch on personal effects in my life. I'll touch on current events, but it's mainly rooted in pop culture. All right. Or in pop culture at that. Right, because, you know, some pop culture don't even matter. Exactly. Like, I don't care about what you guys are doing. I care about what we're doing. Right, exactly. Well, that's great. That is really awesome. So, you. you know, what else have you been, you know, before we get into Aunt Mace T, what have you been up to this past <laughs> week or so, you know, anything you've been reading, watching, all that jazz? Watching, I, well, of course I watched Insecure on Sunday. I was so excited for it to come back. Um, outside of that, I've really just been working and just focusing on the show, but I have a guilty pleasure. So my guilty pleasure is I have been watching Chasing Dallas for like the last two weeks. It is trash YouTube television, but it's so addictive in the same right. So I'm just like, ah, uh, those have been my things I've been obsessed with lately. Okay. Now for someone who does not know that someone <laughs> being me, what the hell is <laughs> Chasing Dallas? Okay. So think of love and hip hop meets the Real Housewives of Atlanta with an all-gay male cast, all probably under 35, um, on a shoestring budget, shot on an iPhone 4S broadcast to YouTube, with all of the stereotypes and art types of our community thrown in the mix on a weekly program. Okay, that sounds like a lot. Like, it is, but it's so addictive. <laughs> it is like I should not be watching this and I'm like yeah I'm gonna just sit here for two hours and just watch so that those are the things that I've been doing podcast prep um insecure and that's pretty much it I will say I don't watch insecure because I don't have HBO um but Issa always seems to find a way to make the people who don't need to speak speak and I'm talking yeah. as far as, you know, the ashy Negroes on Twitter saying uh, the yes. most, oh, the mo doing the most with the very least. Hey, that's it. You oh. hit the nail on the head. That is what they do. Like, you just jump out and intersect yourself into things. And it's like, 
you your opinion wasn't needed. Just because you have one doesn't mean you need to express it. Right. And these Negroes do that kind of stuff. Just do so much. Well, let's go ahead and get into Unmaced Tea because we have, it's short and sweet today. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all the most, uh, it's all strong. So Disney announced that they are going to unveil a new gay male character in uh, one of their upcoming Disney films. Now he was uh, supposedly, he's supposed to be uh, effeminate, basically uh, very girly. I was thinking like he was probably going to be like Nathan Lane from The Birdcage. Yeah. Now the That's issue, what I got from it. Yeah, so what were your thoughts when you first uh, heard about this? When I first heard about it, I was like, so why why does the media, why do movie studios think that every gay man fits this particular archetype where we're over the top, we're super flamboyant, we're super campy, and we're just one-dimensional characters. That was my first thing. It's just like, there are so many different layers to people as a whole, but you assume that gay men are just one-trick ponies. And it, it just, it made me cringe because these white actresses, there are so many different types of white actresses. There's a Meryl Streep, there's a Reese Witherspoon, there's a Sarah Michelle Gellar type. They come in different packages, but when it comes to gay, it's just one, and I don't like it. I didn't like it at all. Right. They rubbed me the wrong way. I wasn't so much offended by the fact that he's this, he's supposed to be this uh, feminine character. What mm-hmm. I was took issue with the the, uh, the actor. His name is uh, Jack Whitehall. He's straight, right? Or what I read, he was straight. He's a straight uh, appearing actor. So right. I'm like, okay, so. Out of all the gay folks up in Hollywood, mm-hmm. especially white cis gay actors, y'all couldn't find not nan one. Right. It, it's just like we're living in post post era, mm-hmm. so there's no way that you can say that you couldn't find actors that are of a certain sexuality you know we there's no reason that you can't find that because they're there they are and you made a good point because there are, i know you know we all know there are so many gay white actors like you mentioned like the when i found out that he was being played by a quote-unquote straight guy i was just like you guys have all the roles. So you have the straight roles, you have the gay roles. You would never cast an openly gay actor in a straight role. So why can't why can't you use that same logic for casting for gay men? Exactly. If, if we're gonna if we're gonna take it that route. If we're gonna take it that route and we're gonna stand in that bullshit, apply it to both sides of the coin. You can't have it you can't have it both ways, to me at least. Exactly. And I don't know, this movie sounds ridiculously stupid. Uh, it's supposed to be for Jungle Cruise, 
And I know uh, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson is going to be in it. That motherfucker is always in something and has the same. Listen, you can uh, knock that man for bringing in a check. You can. Okay. For real. Like, same role, different movie, big paycheck. I, I, I can only dream. I can right. only dream. Yeah, my paycheck is already gone from this last week, so you know. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know the struggle. I know how it is. Right. Trying to make a dollar out of fifty cents. Come on now. Whew. All right. But yeah, movie, I know. I don't know if I really want to see this anyway. It's a live action too, and I'm like, uh okay. Go oh on. no. I, I saw it and just kept coming. Like it won't be something that I go see. It won't be something that I stream. It won't be something I look up on bootleg because I'm just not interested. Like, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'm not interested at all. So not at all. Of the level of non-interestness. So <laughs> it was it was announced. I would say what maybe the beginning of this year that yeah. it was going to be a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. Right. And Gina uh, Price, oh my God, I forgot her name. Gina Prince Bythewood was supposed to be the writer and the director. So right. now it was announced that it's not going to be a dual movie with uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable. They're going to go separate solo films. And allegedly, uh, Gina Price is not going to be directing. Now, oh, I yeah. am, I'm not too familiar with these two characters because they're in the uh, Spider-Man universe and I'll get with Mm Spider-Man like that. But I I was, you know, when Gina signed on, I was like, oh, good. Another sister on the helm of a comic book movie. But now that she might not step away, I'm like, "Well, well, shit, the only person we do have is Ava when she's doing the new gods and that is probably like in pre pre-production. I don't even think they have a script ready for that. Yeah, they're in super pre-production. Um so yeah, we're not even looking anytime soon for that to start, but I'm with you a little bit. I'm more familiar with Black Cat, Silver Stable, like eh, but I, I would like to see a Black Cat movie. Um to me, it makes better sense as a solo project. I honestly would like to see Black Cat portrayed by an Afro-Latina actress. Personally, I just feel like... I was thinking the when same I, thing. Even though I know Felicia Hardy is white, I just feel like this character would make better sense as Afro-Latina. I, exactly. To me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. That we need more... Latinx representation as far as superheroes because the only one I can even maybe think of were was in Suicide Squad. Yeah, he was an anti-hero, quote unquote. So there's not few and far between. So I yeah I was thinking after for that one. I was I was, and my thing is I would love to honestly see. I, I don't even know if she's a little too old for the role, but I think you could age the role up. I would love to see Rosario Dawson in that because you didn't get Cecilia Reyes in New Mutants. So 
let's give you a movie where you are the center vehicle. Like, because I just feel like she could do it. I, to me, I've always been a huge fan of Rosario Dawson. And I think Black Cat would work for her. I just do. Speaking of New Mutants, are they still coming out with that shit? So <laughs> this is, okay, so I can't, because you and I have been back and forth on Twitter. I've seen where they are just keep reshooting the movies. You might as well just redo the whole movie as a whole, but yeah, it's still it's still on the docket for next summer, as of right now, allegedly. And then that the Phoenix Saga is supposed to be, I think, the last time I saw February fourteenth of next year. Yeah, like yeah. So fuck my Valentine's Day, huh? Right. It's just like <laughs> I'm like I want this to be good, but I just know it's. I, I'm iffy. Like it's always hit or miss. Like, and it's mostly miss. It'll have some. Yeah, it is mostly miss. <laughs> if, if you're not going to develop these other characters, like you can keep it. If you're not going to develop Storm, if you're not going to develop Cyclops, if you're not going to develop Nightcrawler and some of these other, just keep it because it, it can't just be the Jennifer Lawrence show and James McAvoy. It just can't be that. It, it, there are other characters. Right. They're not even the most interesting characters in the comics, let alone the movies. Exactly. And if we're keeping it a buck, Xavier was a, a shithead to the students. If we go throughout the comic books, he exactly. wasn't that good of a person to them. And Mystique, she didn't even have a role in the Phoenix Saga. So, like, what are you doing exactly. here except taking up fucking space? Oh. Exactly, exactly. And Magneto wasn't even you know. there. Like, uh, exactly, and Genosha wasn't there either. So I'm just like, what? Okay, you're just going to throw... I understand <laughs> you have to pull elements from different storylines for the movie, and it's not going to be exactly true to the comics, but... You you're taking a lot of liberties with a one of the of best it. arcs in that canon. So I'm just like, mm. right. And we haven't even started that. They haven't even acknowledged the fact of the the Shi'ar. You know, the Imperial Guard. There's like 20 motherfuckers over there. They need to. Uh, it's just like I don't even right. know what y'all are doing. But it ain't the tea. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still watch because I'm a huge X-Men fan but I, I don't think I will um, I don't think I'll be a fan I don't I would love to but I don't and speaking of uh, speaking of the Shi'ar Empire I know Lelandria is what she in the comics she's some type of Asian am I right or did I just she's not Asian she's drawn to look Asian but okay she's drawn to look Asian I, in my mind, and maybe this is just me standing, I would have loved to see Carrie Washington play Lelandria. Honestly, I, I can see that. Oh, I like that. I just want Carrie Washington in some universe, whether it's Marvel or the extended Spider-Man universe, I, I want to see her. If I had my choice to cast I would put Carrie, to me, I would cast Carrie Washington as Polaris, to me. Like, I don't know if it's going to be a standalone movie. Maybe she can be, maybe they can make an X-Factor movie from, you know, the, the late 80s or early 90s. But I want to see Carrie Washington 
firmly cemented within the MCU somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel it's time. I when they were announcing the cast for the New Mutants, I thought that mm-hmm. Logan Browning would be a good Wolfsbane. Like she has that. Even just looking at her physically, she looks yeah. like the character, and I was like, that would be a perfect choice. And they went a completely different route, and you know, like whatever, <sighs> as they always do. As I agree with you on do. that, Logan Browning. And then, like the mm-hmm. the dude that they cast for uh, what was it Sunspot? Because I always get him. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, so he's got to be black because his whole powers were ignited because of people talking about how dark he was, you know, yada, yada, yada. And the right. dude that they cast was like this light, bright Brazilian dude. I'm like, okay, so y'all just don't give a fuck. Y'all just can do what y'all want. Right. They don't. They don't. Y'all just can do what the fuck y'all want. Exactly. I'm like, okay, so fuck my, fuck my comics, right? All right. Right. Like, we didn't <laughs> read these. Like, That's mm. what I'm... It's like... I can understand you taking liberties with some of the canon. That's fine. But you're taking away the whole story, the whole being of the story and making it something else and then calling it the same thing. And that, like the whole uh, gym movie, me and Victor had talked about that at nausea. Oh, don't get me started. I'm so hot. Oh. And like, oh my God. You have this, this, cartoon and you take you pick a part of it and then you leave out a lot of it that made the cartoon the cartoon and then you make this bad movie and then say that it's horrible movie like john chu still has me blocked from twitter because i (laughs) i let that man hold it (laughs) i was about to tag him in something about uh crazy rich asians and I was like, wait a minute, I yeah. can't tag him. And I was like, oh, he has me blocked. I was like, oh, it was from that <laughs> <gym> movie. Because, <laughs> oh, like the gym movie, you, it had all of the potential to be a great movie. Maybe someone can read, because if we can reboot Spider-Man three times in 15 years, why can't we take another stab at a gym movie? Like a real gym movie. Right. Oh. It's just destroying our childhood. They did because they fucked the Josie and the Pussycats movie up, which I had been waiting. Like, I know I'm showing my age. 18 years ago, 17 years ago, I was so excited that <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats was going to be a movie because it was one of my favorite cartoons. Then we get this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? I, it, it looked like she's all that, like, the sequel. Right, that's what it felt like. I'm like, if you're, you have, Right now, we have all of the resources to make these really good, engaging movies. Mm-hmm. But no, you need bubblegum ass scripts and these horrible actors that I digress. I digress. Uh, some people just want to, some people don't want to win. They don't. Some people don't want to win. It's too much like right. It's too much like right. <laughs> so, like I said, it's going to be short and sweet as far as the unmaced tea. And our final little thing to bring up the nfl Mm -hmm. is finally bringing male cheerleaders for this upcoming year now i don't yeah i don't i'm i'm Mm -hmm. here for it totally here for it 
the uh, L.A. Right. Rams and the New Orleans the New Orleans Saints have added ch- uh, male cheerleaders perform the same moves as the women. Um, I'm like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just don't watch the NFL. For one, I don't like football, and for two, right. I'm not going to give them any of my free time because Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job and y'all still are trying to exactly uh, pay or make these dudes pl- uh, pay or sit down during the, the national anthem, which is a fuck ass song any goddamn way. Speak on it. I mean, cool for those uh, guys that are actually dancing and cheerleading, right. but fuck the NFL. I'm with you. If, if it were if the Colin thing were into play and he was back in there and they weren't blowing this out of proportion, I would be all for it. I would be engaged. I would, you know, really be into the NFL like I used to. But no, it, it's it's no. It's a, it's a big no for me. It's just no. Like do better. Mm-hmm. Like revamp it, reboot it, do something. Like just move on. Give that man his job back. Right. It's just, and like the, the career of a person in the NFL is not that long considering like if you're like a, a tight end or, oh, what are the other ones? You know, some of the more, the defensive positions because that brain damage and you running around looking goofy. Meanwhile, your brain is (laughs) And all Hello. that bullshit. But, yeah, we're going to keep it short and sweet with the Aunt Mace tea. So okay. Let's go ahead and get right into our king size issue. So I know around here, uh, school is starting back for all the college kids. You know, yeah. a lot of the freshmen are getting that first taste of freedom, leaving uh, mommy and daddy's house and stepping onto mm-hmm. a big campus that they have all that freedom. So let's let's talk about college and, you know, our college memories, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, okay. I'll start. Uh, I went to, okay. uh, let's see, where did I go? Right out of high school, I went to University of Cumberland. Mm-hmm. I was going to run track there. And when I okay. tell you... That school is in the middle of bumfuck Kentucky. It's in the middle oh, of bumfuck Kentucky. Like really? where it was, it was it was a uh, a Christian school. Mm-hmm. So already I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna have to, and I was still in the closet then. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to okay. turn all my gay shit like off. Right. <laughs> Like, th- turn it down to all the way to negative two. Not negative two. You know what? Okay. <laughs> but, like, the school, everybody who went there basically did a sport. Whether mm-hmm. it was track, volleyball, they had men's and women's wrestling. Uh, they had a okay. lot of different sports. And when I tell you that semester, I was so miserable. Like, so miserable. I was like, how am I going to run track for like four or five years down here? And mm-hmm. I can't be who I am. 
You know what I mean? It was just at one point I was like, listen, I got to get the fuck up out of here because this ain't the tea. <laughs> right. So I got to um, EKU in uh, Richmond, Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky University. And that's where I I did my undergrad, got my business degree, and I kept it moving. But that first semester, right. I remember thinking, I'm like, is this what college is? Is this <laughs> what this is supposed to be this miserable? I right. remember one thing that happened to me that I will never forget since I was supposed to be straight. The dudes, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them were black, and a lot of them were ashy as Negroes. Oh, God. (laughs) They were like, oh, you think one of them girls is fine? I was like, sure. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I "I can't believe I'm saying this. They were like, go ahead and uh, ask her her out or do, do something. I was like, Okay, mm. so let me go here. And I tried this lame ass uh, Montel Jordan looking wannabe. <laughs> it was just sad. It was so sad. I was like, oh my God. Like, let me go get somewhere so I can munch on some ping and okay. throw my ass in a circle because this is not the way it was not at all oh my god i'm so glad that i did not stay down there because if i would have oh and i don't remember one more uh thing about cumberland mm-hmm. i had a white roommate you know whatever whatever oh god mm. and he you know he had a computer and i didn't have a computer i was like can i use your computer he's like yeah anytime you need to you can use my computer i was like cool well, me being who I was and being fast, I was like, let me just <laughs> go ahead and look up, you know, porn and whatnot and gay porn. Hello. Girl. <laughs> Girl, I was up on gay.com in these chat rooms trying to find these menses and doing phone sex. Mm-hmm. It was just, and then I think I either got like a bug on his computer or whatever. But he had oh, left, no. <laughs> and he had all that gay porn on his computer, and I knew he had a girlfriend. <sighs> so I was like, "Whoops, my bad." <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry. So, what were your um, mm. initial I don't, thoughts about when you stepped onto college? Um, I I really thought college was going to be like saved by the bell the college years I was like okay it's gonna be like this but when I started college I was like everyone looks so young they don't look like they don't look grown I remember looking like y'all look like the same people I mean a lot of them were the same people from high school but I was like everyone looks relatively young I was just like okay (laughs) I had a different approach I wasn't doing sports I was just there to get my education I was out, like, I had came out in senior year of high school, so I had been, I was a gaby at the time. I came out probably two to three months prior to college, so it was a whole different experience for me, because I was like, all these men, I was like, 
it's just men, men. It's just men everywhere. I was just like, <laughs> I want to say I was at the peak of me being a young Thundercat. Like, I was more so <laughs> focused on, you know, the education point. But I was like, who's going to be my boyfriend? Who am I going to take down? Like, I just was, you know, crazy about partying and things like that. Um, I didn't make a lot of friends because I was like, I kind of always had this approach where I'm at school to learn. I'm not really here to make friends um, the same way I'm at work. I'm here to work. I'm not here to make friends. So I've always kind of had that to me. But somehow, you know, I befriended some people and, you know, some of them were still friends today. But I was on the prowl, of course, consent everything. But I was just like, this is a whole new landscape of men. And oh, some of the professors because I have always had a penchant for older men. So some of these professors, I was like, "Whew!" I knew like, my English English <laughs> professor. I mm-hmm. knew that he knew that I liked him, but he was. And I think he is. was married, but he was so friendly. I was like, "Right this way." I remember I showed up at his, I showed up at his class drunk as hell at eight a.m. Really? I was like, ooh. ooh. Now see, I was <laughs> I was a baby drunk, so we was drinking on like Mike's hard lemonade, and I thought that was yeah. I thought I was so grown drinking Mike's hard lemonade and showing up at like my eight a.m. class drunk. I was like, oh, right, just a mess. I was, <laughs> but yeah, like I was, I was still like the same like overachieving student that I was from high school into college. So that really didn't change. But I was like, I was wild, but I wasn't really drinking, and I wasn't really doing. You know, I've never been the one to do drugs, so that wasn't. I was just hyped to be in a new situation because i feel like i had grew out of high school like by 10th grade i had grew out of high school right because i went to high school i mean i'm originally from maryland but i spent high school in virginia and i went to college in virginia because i went to virginia wesleyan which was probably 20 minutes from where i lived because things didn't really work out how i wanted them to work out i had my intention i had got accepted into howard i was going to go to howard i was going to be a lawyer um things happen how they're supposed to happen my mother had gotten sick around junior year of high school and i just couldn't fathom going away even though it was three or four hours away to go to school and you know live my best life while she's home sick and ailing and it just was a whole big mess so that really hit me hard because she actually passed away um while I was in my senior year and that just I took that so hard and I was like I'm glad I didn't go to Harvard I'm Howard I'm glad I stayed here because I was able to see her probably four to five times a week so yeah, that was um that was my college experience for the most part. Like it was a lot of hard work, it was a lot of men, and it was a lot of darkness towards the end. Mm-hmm. I know when I when after I graduated high school, because I was I thought mm-hmm. I was a decent student in high school. You know, I was making you know A's and B's. Right. Um. So college was like okay i'm gonna do this this is this is enough right honey i got to college 
And I, you could have told me what's two plus two, and then I would have said an apple because some of those, it just felt like I had lost all of my retention. Right. And those classes were getting harder and harder and harder. And Oof, they were. Child, like some of those business classes, like business stats, the only time oh my I passed God, that yes. class was like the <laughs> professor gave everybody like a 75 percentage point uh, curve. And I was like, ooh, yeah. thank you, Lord, because I yes. can't afford to take this again. Oh, Yeah, that was me. That was me, definitely. I was like, ugh. And I know, um, so I met my partner on college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after right. I came out, to my mom and then I went to my I went to Miami with my older sister and came out to her uh-huh. um I met him and I was like oh that like prior to meeting him I had all these rules set out that I'm not gonna date anybody white I'm not gonna date a drag queen I'm not gonna date a smoker I'm not gonna date anybody uh-huh. away you know all these factors yada 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 I meet him right and then you know all that shit just goes by the window and i think what 12 13 years later still together uh-huh. still can't get rid of it oh that's so inspiring i said like but yeah that it, you i didn't think that i was gonna i thought i was gonna be this promiscuous wild child you know dabbing mm. and throwing it up on a Saturday. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, after, after a little bit, I was like, Oh, okay. So sex is fun. So I mean, sex is really fun. But you (laughs) know, as as that wild child, as you just spoke about, I was that in college and I, now I look back because it's over 10, 12 years. I'm like, I kind of wish I didn't go down that route, but I don't regret it. But I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> fine. I was like, I would have loved to have found my college sweetheart, but no, I was too busy, you know. Popping on the handstand. Doing what I did. <laughs> right, popping on the handstand. Like, I was a man eater. I was just like, you know what? Forget dating, forgetting making relationships. Just you know, do what we do, and you're disposable. So I kind of wish I, I kind of I always look back. I'm like, I wish I would have found my college sweetheart, but no, I was not in that mindset. And rest is history. I, you know, I think the grass is always green on the other side because I often mm-hmm. think about what you're thinking, what you've done, and right. You no, know, it's always that that type of thinking so let's see we've already talked about boys for the most part what were some Mm -hmm. of your hardest classes like the ones that you was like okay please god get me through this business stats (laughs) that was the only class that kicked my ass i was like i can't do this can't I fucking hate this? I was like, I will pay someone to just do all of my work because I just fucking hated it. That that was it. That was it for me. It was so terrible. Oh my god, I had a it lot. It was horrible. 
I had it was fucking hell. I had to take accounting, one of my accounting classes, like two or three times. I had. To I take, loved accounting. I don't know oh, why. I, I just it. I loved it. Oh, I hated it. I was, I was. I'm not very good at math anyway, and so my dumb ass yeah. went to business. Uh, the business school, and I was like, okay, why did I go into business if I don't like math? Well, what the fuck is, what was I thinking? I, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm okay with math. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. But I did the same thing because I was like, why did you take business and you don't like math like that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I took business that twice. That is, yeah, I took it twice because it was, it, whew. I was like, God, it's a beast. It is a beast. I was like, I just can't do this. I'm just gonna sell my body on the streets. I cannot <laughs> fucking do this because this is just it's too much. I was, it was too much. It was. I know. Oh, what other class that I had to take twice? I had to take management science. I'm like, why is there even a science to management? Some of these classes, you're like, why am I even doing this? Right. Some made up bullshit. Like, okay, you just. You want to pat on the back because you came up with that class. I'm like, what? Right. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I remember all those classes used to kick my ass on a daily basis. But somehow, some way, we got through it. Now, were you ever an RA? No. I No. I I was like, I have always been low-key misanthropic. So I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. I have been, no, I don't want to do it. No, thanks. Child, let me tell you, being an RA was a trip. Oh, oh my was God. It? Oh, so, you know, we have to go to the school early, do all these types of, um, you know, programs and exercises, you know, try to get the uh, community and all that shit. Well, let me tell you about one time where well, one of my <laughs> residents, he was up there drunk. On my floor. Oh, no. And I was like, okay, so... And the other dudes on the floor were trying to get him to go to his room so he can, you know, go to sleep and pass out. He started getting angry. Then he started coming up mm. to me. He started uh, oh, no. approaching me like he wanted to fight. He called me a fucking nigger. Yada, yada, oh, yada. I said, mm-hmm. okay, let me go get my boss because I'm about to throw this big motherfucker through the window. So I get my boss. We go back up there. Mm-hmm. Now he's crying. He's giving people hugs, this, that, and the third. I was like, oh, well, where, where was all that energy just a second ago? Because I was about to knock right. him out. Get him. So the police were called. They were like, oh. do you want to press, uh, do you want to make a, a charge? I was like, yes, I do. Absolutely. So long story short, I got this little mm-hmm. guy expelled from my school. Oh. Because I don't oh, play that. I do not play that. I had, to, I had to meet with the uh, Equal Opportunity uh, Office online, oh, on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, <laughs> this is what kills me. So what was it? Maybe a year after that, that happened. I'm working the front desk. And mm-hmm. this dude says, hey, do you remember me? I was like, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> you know, okay, I have to say it dry like that. 
And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was on your floor. Uh, he's like, I'm the one that you had, uh, it, I'm the one that was drunk up there. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, what, are we girlfriends? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm so, like, we are not girlfriends. We're not sisters. We're not, we're not anything. I'm a complete stranger to you. So don't come up here and say, oh, let's reminisce about the way we were. Like, come on now. Absolutely not. Absolutely no. mm-hmm. not. I'm like, they were just so wow back then. But the mm. RAs did the most shit. I'll just leave, leave it at that because they was crazy. Oh, I know. I, I yeah, I, I, I had some, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never wanted to be an RA, but always had fun with the RAs. Right. And we got a, a room to ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, <laughs> it went down. I remember one time <laughs> I had a I had a gentleman over. This was before my uh, my partner. I had a gentleman over, mm-hmm. and you know after we uh, finished what we were doing, I mm-hmm. walk him downstairs and whatnot. And a, who comes around that corner? My damn sister, my younger sister. Now, I hadn't told uh-huh. her that I was gay. I was like, oh, oh Lord, she's going to ask who this is, and I don't have an answer. Because <laughs> he, he was an older dude, too. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. So I was trying to oh, no. hurry up and mush him out the building. Oh, dude, you want to talk about embarrassing. I was like, oh, she's going to tell Ma. And I ain't gonna have no answer for mine. I was like, oh, it was so embarrassing. Mm. But let's, now, would you, if you had to do it all over again, would you do college? I would. And I would, this is gonna probably sound so cliche, but whatever. I would have loved to go to a historically black HBCU. I would have, I would, that would have been my choice because that was my original choice. I didn't get to do it because I had been so sheltered and had always been the only chocolate chip in the bunch. So yeah, I would definitely have done it and I would have went to Howard. That That's just it. That's what I would have wanted to do because I went to a PWI and mm-hmm. yeah. you know how that could be. Girl, oh yeah, I would have, I would have done it. Like I would, and I, I always look at it both, both, both sides of the coin. Like I love my college experience, and I would have done it again. But I can see, because I have some friends that never went to college, and they're successful, and, and they, they've taken a different path. And sometimes I'm thinking maybe I could have taken a different path with a little less debt, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I would, I would definitely go back if I could. I don't know if I would go to a uh, HBCU. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's some parts of it I would like to experience, right? But the other parts of it I don't want to deal with because I know how sometimes Black people can be when it comes to yes. sexualities and fluidity and yeah. gender norms and all that. It was something that I don't want to have to explain 
especially to quote unquote my people. If that You're makes right, sense. You're right, because no, it, it makes sense because I look at it like I I went to college in the very early 2000s where we were nowhere close to where we are now with inclusion and everything. So yeah, it would have probably now that I think about it, it probably would have been a lot harder. But you know, bring it on. Right, but then homecomings will be lit. Littington. <laughs> Littington. Listen. Now, I know um, my mom lives near uh, HBCU, so we can mm-hmm. hear, you know, we can hear the band going. Uh, they usually right. practice around the block. Hell, she went to that. Uh, she went to Kentucky State to do her. What she do? Her bachelor's. And then on to you right. to do her master's in social work. So, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. I think for us, my family, like going to college was, it was a given. You know, you finished high school. Okay, so you, which college is you going to? And don't tell me nothing right. because that's not an answer. Right. And I don't know if I couldn't have seen a path of not going to college especially under her house, you know? Right. Because we never talked about, you know, other avenues as far as, you know, apprenticeship or the military or that or this, you know, it was always a given that her three kids were going to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was the same with me. Like, my mom was like, you're going to college. Um... Like, my brother, who's my half-brother on my dad's side, he went to Howard, but he dropped out sophomore year, and he never went back. And I was just like, that should have been me finishing. You got to basically live my two years of my dream. And I was just like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, he, he fared well without college. So it's like, hey. like, mm-hmm. But, you know, his mom is completely different. Like, they... I think he was first generation to go, like, his mom didn't go to college. So, you know, and our father had passed away in the 90s. So it was just like, okay, no, it's like, I can see why college, you didn't hold college in the same regards as me. But, you know, to each its own, to each its own. Very much so. So, like I said, this episode was going to be short and sweet and to the point. John, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Uh, oh, tell of course. <laughs> tell everybody where they can find the podcast, where they can find you on the social internet. Uh, give us okay. the um, Okay, so the 411. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at the John Effect. The podcast is the John Effect Podcast. I'm on SoundCloud. Uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast. Um, that's it, pretty much. Maybe some other affiliate things. I don't know, but those are the main places you can find me. Excellent. And you can find Megasheen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Website is megasheenpod.com. We're on Facebook at Megasheen Pod, Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can send your, our way to megasheen6 at gmail.com. 
let's see. I don't think there's anything else. So we're going to go ahead and get up out of here because it is dinner time.